I'm a zombie! I've been bitten! You're listening to the Survival Podcast for zombie nerds everywhere. Zombies Ate My Podcast. Hello and welcome to Zombies Ate My Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Murphy, and joining me as always is the busy zombie lord, Lou Page. How's it going, Lou? It's going. That's good. Welcome back. It's, start, it's, it's starting to warm up here, I'll, uh, so uh, I don't feel like I'm freezing anymore. Yes, yeah. Spring is certainly in the air. I can I can attest to the that. Zombies, the, the zombies are unfrozen and moving around again. Yes, yeah, they are. Uh, it's it's always a wonderful, smelly season. So, yeah, don't don't if you're gonna go outside, make sure you bring your uh, your uh, nose plugs. I should say. I was looking for the words. For some reason, I wanted to say clothespin, but that sounds painful. Um, nose plugs are probably better. So, but um, yeah, we're 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 back. Uh, we're gonna talk about The Walking Dead later on um and uh yeah we've got some fun stuff planned for this week and starting off though we are going to talk about some zombie news the virus has completely devastated over 150 of the world's major regions and then is spreading rapidly all right lou i feel like when I sent you this news story, you you did say called it, um, but this stems back to the announcement of State of Decay three, and it was very much a uh, like a, a CG trailer, like very much like a proof of concept as opposed to like an actual game announcement. Um, but now there are stories which uh, have been posted by. We'll have the link to the Eurogamer story in our notes. But State of Decay three report details troubled development at studio undead labs um this was a report originally published by kotaku um which included allegations of sexism and mismanagement at the microsoft owned studio and paint a picture of a game project which is still struggling to get off the ground years after its official reveal so lou how do you uh when you when you read this report um do you feel like this game is in jeopardy? Do you think Microsoft's going to get it across the finish line? I think Microsoft will get it across the finish line, but I think this is we're another 2 years before we see it. Yeah. And this is the thing. Um the report is the report uh is is interesting in the sense that while it does detail um you know early uh, before they were acquired by Microsoft uh the the culture at undead labs was was pretty abysmal um uh, like like a lot of these stories just a real crappy hr department an hr department that is just incapable of um you know enforcing like a a a good office uh culture and uh I, i i remember part of the story was like saying we were afraid they would come in and change our culture this is in reference to being bought by microsoft but uh, our collapse came from within and we could have used Microsoft's help. So it sounds like, and we've seen this before, where Microsoft keeps a a bit of a hands-off approach in in their acquisitions, at least lately, 
And in this case, it might have actually caused more issues than uh, solutions with what was going on at the studio. But there, you know, there are some responses from the studio to this story, and it does seem like things have been improving. I'm, I'm sure they have. I, I, I mean, just think about all this Activision Blizzard crap that's been going on. Everybody's trying to clean up their act. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is a very good point. Uh, N- nobody wants to be the next Activision Blizzard, and nobody wants to be the next CEO that's labeled the next Bobby Kotick. <laughs> yeah, exactly. E- e- even Bobby Kotick at this point doesn't want to be Bobby Kotick. You look at what's what's happening here at, at Undead Labs. It it seems as though they are they're getting to a better place. Uh, employees feel like the culture is improving. Uh, they have a new HR director and department that they just brought on in 2021. Uh, they've hired a lot of staff since the beginning of the pandemic, and it. I mean, obviously, like. This is a report that details the past three or four years of the behavior that's been going on there, and and it does include like these these changes for the better. So there is a hope that with these you know positive changes, the game will come together. But like part of this report was saying that basically that original reveal was before they even had a game in mind. It was just a it was basically just a way of saying we're making a State of Decay three on next at that point next generation hardware which between you and i lou i'm pretty sure that's all we we thought it was it's like okay great they're confirming a new state of decay on the next generation i think i remember saying to you oh they're pulling a dead island yeah i mean similar to that and i and but as opposed to dead island i never thought that this game was 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 gonna just hang out in development hell like i i i knew it would come out eventually in all honesty, I even forgot it was a thing until we saw this article. I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. State of Decay. I skipped State of De- De- Decay, too, because I heard really bad things. It was all right. Um, it, I think it, I think it was just more of the same, and I think I was hoping for them to improve upon the systems a little bit more. What I had, he- what I had heard was it was more of the same, except everything they expanded on was all the things that people didn't like about the first game. They added more of that, and they didn't add more of the good stuff. Mm. Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll certainly see what again. Like, there's really no information on what State of Decay three is, just that it's in development. Um, it was announced. Uh, I think it was what, what was it? Was it announced in 2018? Now I'm trying to remember. No, that that's when it was announced in early. It was announced in 2020, um, which is. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, it was announced in 2020, but pre-production started in 2018. So even yeah. with that two years of development, they there are still stories here that like they didn't even know what it was. Um, I mean, it's 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 a shame that that this is uh, that there is such a large issue at Undead Labs, and it sounds like they are making change for the better. And I hope that creates a better game. And it sounds like Microsoft is getting did get more involved uh as the problems were were brought forward as like okay we need we need help fixing this so i i would imagine like this was the year we were going to get another look at the game or at least a a a reconfirmation that it was coming um but with the story i mean we we like we'll likely see state of decay 3 uh sleep for another year and and maybe re-emerge in 2023 so 
least that's my thoughts. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll uh, we'll keep an eye out. But uh, <laughs> Lou, uh, not to disappoint, but that was our last non Walking Dead point of discussion for the rest of this episode. So hope yep. you're ready. Um, I'm ready. Good. Uh, first up, Fear the Walking Dead spinoff special sets premiere date on AMC Plus, which uh, includes uh, a casting of uh, Nick Stahl, who uh, reoccurred in the second half of last season as Riley. He's going to be in this sh- uh, digital short called uh, the U- uh, No, it's Dead in the Water, but it's based on the submarine uh, that we that we saw so sounds a bit like a, a bit of a prequel maybe. yeah it's gotta be it's gotta be a prequel especially if teddy's in it because teddy's dead i can't remember if 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 nick Stahl's character died or not i think he didn't i think he ran he did off. die he got stabbed i think and oh, he turned. okay all right so this all has to be prequel and i don't know if anybody cares i mean these digital series, these these sort they've of they've done this. They've done this a ton, especially with Fear the Walking Dead. And I always feel like these don't ever work. Like they always go, "Yeah, we're going to introduce this character," and then that character is in like one episode of the regular show, and then we never see them again. Yeah, yeah. It, I think like these these digital shorts, I think, are just meant to kind of expand upon the story um it sounds like they will be uh exclusive to amc plus um it's a new streaming special premieres sunday uh april 10th so just in a couple days as of this recording exclusively exclusively on amc plus and uh it also sounds like you know i find it so weird that the the amc plus stuff um and the the week ahead like technically, as of this recording, there is the full part two of The Walking Dead is out there. Um, but spoilers, like unless you're digging for them, like really looking for them, they aren't really present out there. They're not like popping up. It's almost it's rather interesting to see like some of the bigger sites that we use for our news resources kind of respect that. Honestly, I think a big part of that is that nobody was watching AMC Plus. Yeah, that's true. That could be it. That could be it. I, I mean, I would totally sign on with AMC Plus myself personally, just for Shudder. But my biggest, my biggest thing is, is that I like Shudder, and Shudder does a bunch of live events, and you can only get them by streaming. And AMC Plus doesn't do the Shudder's live stream, so I would have to get everything like two days after. And I'm like, well, then I'm just gonna keep paying for Shudder because that's the real reason I even want this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I was tempted to activate my free trial just to like wrap up part two before our discussion, but um I'm saving it for that. Yeah. So I, I, I did I did hold off uh on, on activating that that uh I got an email from somebody somewhere about something and I can get it for like like six months for free because of something I bought and I was like, Cool. Uh let's wait for that. <laughs> That's not too bad. See, the thing is, it's one of those things where right now would be a great time to activate your AMC Plus because not only will you be getting, um, not only would you be getting the like the Walking Dead season eleven, you get Fear the Walking Dead. Uh, it's returning soon as well. Plus, uh, it's not zombie related, but Better Call Saul has its final season that's that's going to be launching uh, this year as well. So it's a it's a good time to to activate your subscription, but um 
alongside the news that this uh, digital short or digital series will be uh, premiering, we also got our first look at the return of Madison. And we were joking, not really joking pre-show, but we were always wondering how in in the heck are they going to explain, you know, Madison not looking for her kids. And it turns out for the last six years, she's been held hostage by some mysterious organization or person or whatever. But um, the teaser basically shows her being interrogated or, or interviewed um, by someone. And, uh, and, and yeah, she's, she's back and she's, she's written her kids' names. I don't know if those tattoos were always there. Um, but the idea being like, she, does she know that one of her kids was killed? That does she? Probably not. Yeah, probably not. So it's, it'll be, it's going to be interesting to see how they handle it. Can I throw out my theory? Yeah, of course. It's going to tie into NCR. Uh, which one's N? Sorry, NCR. Uh, CRM. That CRM. That, that's what it is. <laughs> yeah. yeah all, maybe all these acronyms. I can never remember them all. Them all. Yeah, that's yeah, true. It's, it's going to be. It's going to be. Yeah. That yeah. that's who's been holding her. Oh, you think so? Gosh. I mean, they are the big bad, um, and they are the big bad that has been involved with fear. But could you imagine? I don't know if... I wouldn't be surprised, but I'd also be like, ugh, of course it was them. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I I, have, I I know we haven't been watching this season of Fear so much that much. I have a funny feeling, though, that when we start to watch... There's going to be a lot more uh, teases for them. And then next thing you know, they're going to be the next big bad for next season. And it's going to tie into the Rick movie because they're ending regular Walking Dead. And the Rick movie isn't here yet. So how are they going to help it? Oh, they're going to do the thing. Also, there's rumors floating around on the internet. I don't know if they were April Fool's jokes or not. But there's a rumor that AMC is getting ready to announce uh, a... Uh, Michonne and Rick TV show that's going to be a spinoff. No, really? Oh man! Yes. Do the movies? Do that first. That's what you announced. Ugh. All right. Well, let's not let's not let's not uh, pull on that thread for too long. But we do have one last news story for this week, which is The Walking Dead wraps filming after eleven seasons, twelve years, and a hundred and seventy-seven episodes. Now that is. Walking Dead Prime, uh, that the main show has concluded filming. They are going to head into post-production to basically wrap up part three, which should be, I guess, premiering, I guess, sometime in August. Um, so yeah, that's a major milestone. I mean, it doesn't mean much because they're done filming, but they are going to start filming on, as we joked, uh, three other spinoffs and a movie. So um uh, yeah, it's it's, but it's a big deal. Like um, a lot of these characters will continue on in their own spinoffs. The major ones you've got, you know, Negan and Maggie, and you've got Daryl and Carol, and and you got Rick and and the others with the movies. So you're gonna have two series sprouting from this one, and and and, and then Tales as well is possibly continuing some of these stories. So, like Lou, how do you feel? Like I mean, we started this show after Walking Dead premiered, but we were we were talking like prison season, like uh, Governor. That's I think when we picked it up. Uh, we started talking about it at the beginning of season three, which I think was when they started in the prison. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I just feel like 
this is the show that needs to come to an end. And I, I don't mean that I'm not going to try and tune into the spinoffs. Uh, we're going to talk about the show here in a minute. And I've definitely really dug this season, part two of this season, more than I have the show in a long, long time. Um, but I definitely think it's gone long in the tooth. And I will say, it, as I've said before, I, 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 I think AMC's afraid to let this die. Yeah, probably. Probably. They still think it's this cash cow. And while I think it does okay, every time I talk to somebody and something about The Walking Dead comes up, so people go, that show's still going. And uh, and a lot of people tuned out when Glenn died. You know? A lot of people. And I don't know if they can get that stride back, but man, they keep trying. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's so true. Um... We were talking about this actually on the Gamers Inn this week where we, the Halo show had popped up. And I, I am enjoying the Halo show, but a lot of people are like, people say, well, you're a huge Halo fan. Like, why aren't you jumping up and down about it? And it's like, well, not every, like, there's so much great content that not every show needs to be that, oh, I got to read all the articles. I got to, I, I got to listen to all the podcasts. I got to go I'm, tell my buddy I'm at work. I'm sort of done with that now. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't There's even know if it's content. like exactly. I don't even know if it's us or if it's just the way that the media works now. And that like 10 years ago when walking dead was around, like, yes, it was a week to week thing. You watched it, you discussed it. You, you had to mute it on Twitter or else you'd be spoiled. Like there are certain shows that still do that for me. Like I think, um, Mandalorian did it, did it for me. Uh, you know, season two, especially, like where you just didn't want to be spoiled and you knew people were going to be talking about it. But like, even you look at the Marvel shows that are coming out. Um, I think it happens more with movies cause they're like more limited events and they, and you have to go to a theater to see them. Like Spider-Man was a good example. It's, it's different now. You're right. There's just so much content that you can't treat it all like that. It's funny. It's funny when you you talk about Spider-Man and the spoilers, I watched her spoiler led review before I went to go see the movie and I didn't tell my wife about what I knew was going to happen and even with the spoiler led review I was still surprised by stuff that happened in the movie because the guy who did the review left out a bunch of steps along the way and I was like oh wait wait what 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 oh oh uh, like like you can't 100% spoil everything mm mm-hmm. There's always still a little twist or a little surprise you didn't know. Yeah. Yeah, it it's it's true. You can't spoil everything. Also, I I, I, I am a I am a person that is a firm believer in um they did a study, I can't remember when, but there was a study done decades ago where they wanted to know if somebody would enjoy something more if they knew that there was a twist or something that was gonna happen or kinda had like a hint of what was gonna happen versus someone who went into something totally blind and they said that afterwards the person who got the hint or the spoiler enjoyed it 95 percent more than the people who didn't know anything going in mm-hmm. and i've always been a person that's like like I, I i try to go into stuff blind but if it's something i'm excited about and i know that i'm gonna have to wait like six weeks before i get there or three weeks before i get there or i missed it in theaters because of just it got pulled too early i'll be like eh, i'll read what the spoiler is and that way i can find out what it is whether it's worth my time when it gets to me later 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a really good point. I I think that um, The Walking Dead has obviously changed over the years. It, it's it's become a less of that, like less of the got to watch it week to week. I think AMC is kind of like they've kind of. I think they were like holding onto it for a long time. And I, and I mean, I mean, maybe even like trying to like make AMC plus a thing by, I think it's really smart. Just, and I don't know how they pulled it off, like how they got the TV cable companies to basically, I mean, to continue carrying AMC. Like it feels like one of those situations where there would have been a bigger uproar about basically premiering a show a week ahead on a streaming service. Like those are the, you, you feel like those are one of those stories that's going to, cause studios to get upset you know well i don't think the studio gets upset because i think amc owns the studio at this point they, i mean they are their own you know beast and, but like and, and and the other thing too is is you have to remember we've talked about it before they're seeing diminishing numbers every week on their live watch platform mm-hmm. so how do they get people to keep watching they get you to subscribe every month so they're they're in cable TV's dying. They look they they the reason they get away with doing it now is they're trying to get numbers. Yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah, like I just find it's 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 an interesting conversation to look at it. I, I and you're absolutely right. It's probably because a lot of people aren't subscribing to AMC Plus that you're seeing you're not seeing those those conversations pop up early. But uh, yeah, I mean, but uh, that being said, we should move into our Walking Dead conversation proper with a little bit of this aren't you okay a plus what did she say about alexandria we good everything's fine pamela's on board in fact we're gonna bring even more people in get ready aaron we are going to remake the world. Lou, are you ready to talk about... I mean, you and I both watched uh, different amounts of episodes for part two of The Walking yeah, Dead. Yeah, I'm pretty sure 11. the clip you played is from an episode I don't think I've gotten to yet. Yeah, that is a good point. I don't, I don't recall what episode this is from. Uh, I think I was it like, is... wait, I have. I was like, I was like, wait, one of the people that I I've watched like six episodes, and one of the only people they have not shown me in like six episodes is Aaron. Okay. And he's playing an Aaron clip. I was like, oh, oh this has got to be something. I think the clip you're playing is from something that's in, like, literally the next episode I'm, I'm about to watch. Likely. Uh, it, it is the end of one of, uh, one of the episodes later on in part two. And, um, I mean, like, not to skip ahead, I, I just thought it was, like, part two really takes the, the Reapers, deals with them, and then focuses more slowly on the Commonwealth and what they're doing with our uh, beloved communities and, and how they're interacting with them. Yeah. I, I, I have to say, you know, we talked about part one a while back. I, I can't remember how how many months ago it was, but we talked about part one and I didn't hate it, 
But I didn't love it either. It felt to me like those Reaper guys were just like stand-ins. And I really didn't enjoy them as villains. And they just seemed crazy. You know what I mean? Like, like they seemed like another group of crazy people. Which I was like, all right, they're throwing on us, uh, us another group of crazies before we get to the Commonwealth. All right, I guess so. And I was really happy with how that ended. Um, I was worried when we last saw our heroes, they were getting those firework arrow things shot at them. And I thought that, A, that weapon was dumb. <laughs> and and B, I, I thought, well, this is how they're going to they're gonna kill off a couple more characters or whatever. and you know, this is going to be the big twist, and hopefully this all gets wrapped up in one episode when we come back. And I think I even said in the episode where we talked about it, yeah, I picture this being a plot that ends at, in one episode. And it's exactly what happened. It ends in one episode. And it's a really good episode. Um, yeah. And it, 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 and it even gives us some twists with Maggie, where Maggie has a little bit of Negan in her. Yeah. Yeah, she uh, she showcases her need for revenge against the Reapers. And um, I know you, I'm not going to I uh, I will try to keep it to the like the first half of part two. But I but I have gone all the way to the penultimate episode of, of part two. But um, they they do the the age old thing, Lou, of letting the final survivor live. Daryl lets uh, uh, is it Lydia or? No, Leia. Something like, Le- yeah. Let's Leia go. Um, how do you feel about? And I thought that? that was a bad call. Yeah, spoiler alert. I was like, this is gonna come back to bite him in the butt. Yep. Yes. Yes, it will, and and likely does. So, it's it's one of those things where I get it. Like Daryl and Leia have a, a history, um, and it makes sense that Daryl will let her go, and. Um, because he has no beef with the rest of the, he has no beef with her, but more so with the rest of the Reapers. But, um, I, I mean, like, yeah, I, I would think he'd be more upset with Maggie for basically, you know, going back on their deal because the understanding would be like, okay, if we let these folks walk, we have all their food, we let them walk. Like there's only like four of them left and we just never see them again. But no, because you kill them all and you leave one living obviously she's going to come back for revenge. That's, that's like, that's like Walking Dead plot one one. <laughs> you know? Yeah. You, you leave a bad guy well, standing. Not only know? that, but when they got introduced as a group of Reapers, there was like one dude hunting them in the woods, and like he was willing to die for the cause, and they made you think that there was like, like a hundred of them. You know what I mean? They were like, like an army, and then when you finally get introduced to them, I always thought I thought it was kind of lame. There's like a dozen of them, and they're all kind of got like pro- personal problems, and they're all kind of like crazy. And I was like, I was like, all right, this is this is the hunters all over again after uh after the 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 the, the whole train thing. Yeah, yeah, uh, terminus. And again, and yeah, and, and again, this got all wrapped up, and that's fine. This is that's a that's a that's a, that's a it's a solid it's a solid uh ending to their their story or so i suspect but what really interested me was where we go afterwards yeah yeah well before we we go to the commonwealth for a good chunk of time uh 
we have a character that dies uh, or didn't live. Uh, he died off screen. I'm trying to remember the guy, the guy's name. Uh, all, it's not it's not Alvin, is it? It's not Alvin. Ugh, I'm terrible. Yeah, the, 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 it was Alvin. Is it Alvin? It just sounds not right. He died in the church. He they left him behind, yep. and yeah, they left him up. behind, and they said to him, like. Uh, uh, like we'll be back for you as soon as we can and it's only supposed to be like a day and like i can't remember his injuries like he was hurt but i don't remember him being hurt that bad yeah like it was a he had like a broken leg or something or something like that was like sure it's gonna hurt but like you won't die and then and then then you come back and you find out he's dead crawling on the floor and i was like oh yeah, that's about what I suspected. Yeah, and uh, and and Negan recognizes that, you know, Maggie's He's not going to be able to hold up his end of the deal, or Maggie's not going to hold up her end of the deal in terms of them having like a, a, a truce. So he walks away. Um, have you gotten to the point where he pops back up, or no? I have not gotten to okay. that point yet, but I knew he was coming. Yeah, like it, so, and I'll, I'm guessing yeah. he's. My suspect is he's going to show up and save the day and save Maggie's bacon. Uh, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. I mean, like, I'll, I'll give you a preview of that. Well, ding, ding. So that's all you get. That's that's your teaser to keep watching, basically. Yeah, so. I, I, I kind of suspected when he left that he wasn't going to go away for good, clearly. There's also a show with him and Maggie. So they've got to make him and Maggie at least be tolerable towards each other. And the only way that's going to work is if he steps in and rescues her kid or her or somebody, and 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 they, they have to make amends to the situation of what happened mm-hmm. with Glenn. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it will be interesting to see how that is resolved. Like, I haven't quite got we haven't quite got there but i imagine by the end of this season like it's tough like with the spinoffs i i don't think we're gonna get the comic ending um the 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 time jump from the comic i i don't i don't think that's gonna happen uh it it would be we might get it but we might not see our favorite characters and where they where they walk into the sunset yeah i don't think we're gonna get the comic ending per se um but I think we might be getting a comic-like ending. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, it, it's so like at the end of that first episode, they kind of do an interesting thing where they jump. They we see the Commonwealth arrive at Alexandria. They it's it's Lance and he's like, "Hey, I'm going to help you guys," and and then it jumps six months to kind of showcase the Commonwealth coming to Hilltop. And and saying, hey, you got to let us in Um, that that felt like to me in the moment. I was like, "Okay, that's interesting. We see Daryl. He's in the Commonwealth armor. When are we going to see this moment? Is is this like further into part three? I mean, I can confirm to you that it does happen in the next four or five episodes that they do get they do eventually get to that point. So I knew I knew it would get wrapped up in by the end of part two. Uh, But my immediate thought was Daryl's here. The Commonwealth is bad. And he's playing a part. They li- they letting the let those troops walk right into a trap. That was my thought. <laughs> yeah, it's and and it's one of those things where, um, it, I was like, there's absolutely no way that 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 
that uh, uh, he's going against Maggie in any way, shape, or form. They're best buds. There's no way. There's no way. Yeah. No, exactly. It it is very much like set up as like a, oh a Daryl versus Maggie, but like it, it, it's not. I not. don't think like here's the thing that I've really appreciated about this season is you really felt like oh the Commonwealth is going to turn some of our favorite heroes against our other heroes, and, and that has not. not been the case. Uh, I no, I was worried that that was what they were gonna do, mm-hmm. and I was like oh okay. But so far, where I've left off, uh, that hasn't happened. Every single time something goes wrong or something happens, the the, the other people look around and they go, oh, wait, the Commonwealth ain't nearly as good as they claim to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, I, and, and the and thing I, is, yeah. and the thing is, and the thing is, is they led you to believe in the first half of the, the, the first half of the season with Eugene and all of them. They led you to believe that Lance was going to be the good guy. He's the one trying to make change. And that uh, Meredith or whatever her name is, that's the 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 the, 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 the governor of the Commonwealth or the leader of the Commonwealth or whatever. They led you to believe that she might be the bad guy. And the further that I've gone down the rabbit hole with the show is she's not perfect and her son's a, a a tool, but even she seems to acknowledge and know that her son is a tool. You know what I mean? And the more I'm led to believe she might just be a figurehead and an idiot mm-hmm. and that Lance might be really running the show at, from the shadows. Yeah, he seems to be, you're right, like pulling the strings. He's got a lot more... Um, pull with with pamela um who is the sort of governor type situation yeah um pamela it, thank you i couldn't remember her name yeah and um her son definitely fits the nobody nobody likes him category um so uh and there are some some pretty good i think a lot of the episodes uh the 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 fear i had in in, in, in part one was showcasing Sebastian Milton as this like spoiled rich kid. And I'm like, Oh gosh, please don't give us like a whole city of these folks. And no, it it is really just like, he's the most obnoxious. There is like a, I think you saw the dinner party moment, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, there is that stuff, but like that stuff exists now. Like there are, uh, there are these like charity dinners where everyone's just running around and like gawking over a painting, but like, it seems a little, it does it like on the surface to our heroes. It seems odd to be doing this in the apocalypse, but like when you think about the world going back to normal, like of course the the rich are going to have these these types of gatherings. Um, I'm not saying that like the way the Commonwealth is set up is 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 good. Like I think we're heading to a moment where we are going to see um, the people you know rise up and then to have more you know equal treatment across all people of the Commonwealth, not just like the elite stat, like, oh, you're a doctor, oh, you were a politician. Well, then you get to be, you know, a, you know, get the better apartment, you know, it's, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing where that goes. And, and I was worried like, oh, they were really setting it up like, oh, Rosalita, uh, not Rosalita, uh, Rosita, <laughs> Rosalina is a Mario character, uh, Rosita, Daryl, like, it seems like they're these, and I love that they are like portrayed as like cops slash detectives, um, I don't care that they just kind of showed up and they they promoted them all the way 
to basically the top, <laughs> you know, um, I know six months have passed, but it's great that they, they've kind of risen in the ranks. I, I love that. They're like these, these, uh, these, these buddy cops going around. Um, it, it's just, it's, it's one of those things where, um, they're, they're hitting all the right notes with part two here. And I think they got the pacing down really well. Yeah, no, I, I have to say the, when they got to the, 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 Eugene looking for his missing girlfriend plotline thing, right? I was like, oh, it's all of a sudden it's become a murder mystery. And I I mean, I knew that, that she wasn't going to be dead. I knew she was going to be in on it. But I wasn't expecting the twist that she wasn't really the girl on the radio. Yeah, I didn't either. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't catch that, to be honest. That was something that when I, when, when, it was revealed. I was like, oh, this makes way more sense. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I think there's a lot uh, about this, you know, part two. And, and for those who are wondering, like, you know, we are going to conclude part part two discussions on our next episode in a couple of weeks. Um, and and I'll, I'll save the clips that I know are from probably those later episodes because there's some there's some really there's a there's a two-parter episode in particular where um aaron and uh gabriel go on like a recruitment mission um to to try and you know bring some people into the commonwealth fold and it goes bad and it's a great two episode arc where you really do truly see the evil of the commonwealth and lance uh hornsbury and, and and what he's doing and you're right you do whether they're hiding it in the episode or or not. Like clearly, Pamela does not know what goes on in the Commonwealth, and uh, she's going to be part, I think, of this change as well that that we're going to see unfold most likely in part three. But um, I do have a couple of clips here for you, Lou. Uh, this one is the Gabriel spinoff that hasn't been announced yet. This is the intro to that. Nope. No Jensen here. Call me Gabriel. (laughs) I have to say, I loved this scene where he meets the other priest. And the other priest is like, no, God speaks to me. God told me we are the saviors. And Gabriel's like, "Uh uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. And I'm the whole scene I'm going. And then there's going to be the moment where Gabriel shoots you or stabs you and then lo and behold Gabriel stabs him and walks away and he uh, Gabriel has some kind of smart ass comment and I was like I was like, "Yep, he may be a man of God, but it's not about not believing in God. It's more along the lines of he knows crazy when he sees crazy." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um it's like it's just they are they're also nailing the characters too like gabriel i think is 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 so much fun in this part too um aaron's really good uh, in the later episodes that you're about to you're about to experience uh and and lance as a as a villain you know what he kind of reminds me of I, I brought it up earlier but like better call saul like saul as like not necessarily a villain but like an ant not an even an anti-hero but just like a slimy lawyer who works for the anti-hero lance reminds me so much of that characterization I, I, it's been uh i saw a review and they explained it they said Lance is the governor we never got. Yeah, maybe. I mean, he doesn't seem as vicious. Like, he doesn't get his hands dirty. 
yeah, no, he's the governor who doesn't get his hands dirty. He's kind of like the guy that pulls all the strings and does everything, but he's not crazy. No. He he knows what he wants. He knows what he's doing to get what he wants. He employs the right people to do it, but he doesn't get his hands dirty. And he just has, like, you, you, you'll see it in the later episodes where he does, he even when he gets into the thick of it, he's also not like he knows when to stop he knows when he's he's gone too far and he's like you see with a lot of the villains in the walking dead they don't stop when they can't go further they just kind of push through and that ends up being their downfall but so far lance like recognizes oh um i'm outnumbered i'm outgunned i'm i've put myself in a position where if I walk away now, I can walk away and come back later. Because he does have the Commonwealth. He has an army at his disposal. All he has to do is is kind of like use his words to convince Pamela to, to allow him access and, and convince her that there's a threat to the Commonwealth and, and he's good to go. And the other thing, too, that I will say is the scene with him, when he, Eugene finally puts all the pieces together, which... It was clear to me who was the bad guy, the big Mr. the Mr. Big Honcho that he was on his board. I'm like, yeah, it's gonna be Lance. Yeah, it's gonna be Lance. Yeah, it's gonna be Lance. And then lo and behold, it's Lance. And I was like, I don't know how they're gonna play this out because is Eugene gonna try and kill him, or is he gonna try and kill Eugene? And 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 I think Lance has the best. I think his speech to Eugene might be one of the best lines of dialogue in this show in a long time where he basically tells him nah you 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 signed a bunch of paperwork that you have the like ptsd and mental health breakdown and you know your friends are happy here and this that and the other thing and da 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 do you think even if they did know what i what you know do you think they'd believe you and even if they did believe you do you think they'd care We've given them back some kind of hum- semblance of reality. So what are you going to do about it? And it was like, and you could see it on Eugene's face as he laid there blubbering, like, like, I'm screwed. Mm-hmm. And, and, yep. and, and I just think that that was, that shows you what a smart villain he is. He knew that killing Eugene wouldn't do anything. Uh, he knows killing nobody. It's, he's, he's not killing anybody, really. Not directly. But if he killed Eugene or had Eugene killed, he knows that then all of Eugene's friends would be figuring it out and they would see him as a villain. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's a really... I was worried about the adaptation of Commonwealth. I was like not sure where they were going with it, how they would adapt it to the screen and, and make it sort of interesting because with CRM, we saw what they did with the large organized government agency and i mean commonwealth has their military but it's not a military uh establishment where a crm is like fo- is is run by the military that's how they they sort of run their their shop but i i think that i think that they've done a really good job and i i really want them to stick the landing because i am excited to be excited about the walking dead yeah i mean and i think it's i think it's clear too that you know Obviously, this is going to be our last season, but I think we are going to get a nice, not necessarily nice bow, but I think, I think we're going to, at the end of this season, whatever, I think Maggie and them are going to lead the Commonwealth into some kind of 
semblance of a society that's maybe a little more fair, a little more, um, little more normal, less of a class system mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. And it's going to have less to do with money. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's this great scene where, um, uh, uh, it's not even, it's, uh, what's Judith is asking if she can have, uh, an allowance so she can buy a record. And just that statement on the walking dead is like, wow. Like Judith is just, is, is asking based on her interactions with her friends who have probably known nothing but the Commonwealth. And Daryl's just like, oh my God, I never thought this would happen (laughs) yeah let me let me get a stable paycheck and then we'll try to buy you that record you want it's just so wild um it's and and that the stuff like that that's the kind of stuff i want to see like you know when they introduce like oh we have ice cream shops it's like please don't just keep going back to the ice cream wells like oh my god they have ice cream but no they like they focus in on like we they have bands they have bands releasing new music they have artists they have um you know, uh, it, stuff like that. Like, it's just, I really found that interesting. And they like, they showcase it and they don't go back to that. You know, they, they, they go to something else. The ice cream thing is a ploy. They don't use, they use it a couple of times, but they don't use it too much. It's there in the background, really just to show you. Yeah, no, no, no. Do you know how complicated and hard it is to make ice cream? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Commonwealth has a guy on the street that just sells it. You know what I mean? So yeah. th- th- there is some kind of semblance of normalcy now. Yeah, exactly. And I and I and I and I have a funny feeling that when this show ends, there's going to be a distinction. I don't think the Commonwealth is going to fall, and all those people's dreams are going to be shattered. But I think they're going to have an overhaul, and I think there'll be somebody new in charge. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. I think that that is that is likely. Um. I do have I do have one more clip. I think most of these are. Uh, did you did you see the episode where Pamela visits the hilltop? I did not. Okay, so that that I'll save that. I think that that's clip. I think that's the next episode for me. Yeah, I think so. That's I think that's where my intro comes in. But I think you might have saw this one, and I it doesn't matter. It's just such a a good a good line. And it's nice when your hobby is also an apocalypse skill. Amen to that. <laughs> yeah. Talking about fishing, and I mean. It's so true. Like, I don't think I have any apocalypse skills <laughs> that is a hobby. So, um, that I can think of, but, uh, unless podcasting, I guess podcasting, if we had a radio station, we could, we could, we could go with that, but yeah, you could be the radio guy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah perfect. Yeah. Um, well, you know what, uh, that pretty much wraps up our discussion for the first, I'd say first half of part two. Um, as we said, we will wrap up the final half of part two next episode. Um, then we'll go over fear the walking dead, uh, likely the mid season wrap up and start to poke our way into, uh, the mid season return as well. As we mentioned, it looks like Madison is going to be coming back sooner rather than later. Um, it really felt like that announcement. Uh, I, I figured we'd be waiting a whole, the rest of the season to see her, but it sounds like she's going to be popping up in season seven so we'll look forward to that um and we'll also continue our extra life donation zombie movies we have the dead Two, go home and night of the living dead still on our list so stay tuned to all that fun zombie content coming soon uh but that is going to do it for our episode this week you can go to our discord bit.ly slash zamp discord 
I want to thank our patrons over at patreon.com slash zombies ate my podcast. You help support the show, keep the lights on, keep the hosts, uh, the servers running, <laughs> you know, that sort of thing. So we do really appreciate all the support there. Um, speaking of hosting, you can go to our website, zombiesatemypodcast.com. You can email us, info at zombiesatemypodcast.com. Follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook. And while you're on the socials, go over to Twitter. You can follow me at rmurphy and Lou at BusyZombieLord. And finally, a quick shout out to Joel Duggan for the artwork. You can find more of his stuff at joelduggan.com. Lou, before we exit, I turn to you and request thy busy zombie lord knowledge. What do you got for me this week? You know that if you get asked to take credit for a guy you didn't catch, somebody's going to stab you in the back soon. <laughs>